We are now in the process of building a big sales team. What, in your opinion, what are the challenges of doing that? Immensely challenging building a sales team. I think for a couple of reasons. Um, one is that sales is like the backbone of our business, the pipeline to our business. There's many different aspects to building a team specifically for the sales team at DigiStore. How do you describe a good salesperson? They have to be relatable to the client and they have to really listen to the client. So you could pitch DigiStore 24 all day to somebody, but they're telling you they, they love eating apples and DigiStore is a banana, then you can't keep you know pitching this fruit to them that they don't like or they don't want. And that's not the best example, but I think it just really shows the importance of understanding your product and understanding your client's needs. When speaking to potential clients, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you want this solution to do for you? Or what would be the ideal outcome for you. My favorite opening line is, so what do you think so far? What do you think about this mastermind or this event, this conference so far? If you want to become an executive at FedEx or even the CEO, you have to first for six months deliver packages so that you know what you're talking about. As a serial entrepreneur, I'm always trying to evolve. Having great conversations with other high performers is one of the best ways to grow not only in business, but also in spirit, health, and relationships. This is Svencast. Listen, grow, repeat. So um, we are now in the process of building a big sales team, and that's quite new and that's quite fast. What, in your opinion, what are the challenges of doing that? And how does it even work? Oh my gosh, it's immensely challenging building a sales team. I think for a couple of reasons. Um, one is that sales is um, like the backbone of our business, the pipeline to our business. And there's many different aspects to building a team um, spe specifically for the sales team at DigiStore. So for example, most if not all of our team members on the sales team are externally facing, meaning they're speaking with clients affiliates and vendors on a daily basis. So they have yeah. to have skill sets that maybe aren't necessarily things that you can teach. Um, you know, here I am presentable talking to you. I have my hair combed, you know, I, I washed, I took a shower this morning and I'm, and I have, I think good verbal and written communication skills, which are so mm -hmm. important to talking to people. So sometimes these things can't be taught. So you have to find people with the soft skills needed to be successful in these positions. Excellent verbal and written communication skills. Ideally, people with a network already within our industry, you know, a Rolodex already that we can tap into and hit the ground running. Um, and then the, the second thing that's been very challenging is uh, we're such a new business in the United States. You know, the, the European business has been around for quite some time. We haven't quite yet honed in on what our company culture is. You know, we have these mm -hmm. values, these set of values of um, being proactive, holding yourself accountable, um, you know, being reliable and, and different values, but we can say all of these things, but that could actually be different than the company culture that we're creating. So it's going to be very interesting and challenging to make sure that we're, you know, this is, 
what we say our company culture is, is it actually manifesting into like what we want it to be? Um, and we, that's like so, so important to the success of the company, because as you're recruiting more people too, you want to be able to say, you know, what type of culture do you thrive in and can communicate what the company culture here is at Digistore. So not only are we looking for people with certain characteristics that can negotiate deals, um, answer technically heavy questions, uh, pull Excel reports and manipulate data for our vendors and affiliates to grow their business. But you're also looking for people that fit within this company culture that is still very, very new. So mm. those are probably the two biggest challenges we're facing right now. Um, I am also looking for new people to bring new ideas to the business. So yes, it's definitely um, something that is important to us to bring in people who have existing experience because they can help us as we're growing this business. But I also think it's valuable to bring in new people without any industry experience, um, without any you know connections to really mold them to be leaders and actually have them question what we do because it's those types of people that are going to help define our company culture and help define our business is like questioning. And this is open to anyone on the sales team, questioning our processes, questioning our efficiencies, how we do certain things, you know, either based off of being a waitress in a past, you know, past career or working for one of our competitors. Um, You know, we're still trying to navigate those waters. And so um, it's, Definitely one of the things that is, you know, we're talking about the 80-20 end of things is like a lot of my focus right now is just managing the team and making sure that we're, you know, rewarding our employees when they deserve to be rewarded, coaching Mm -hmm. them and mentoring them in ways that they feel like they are valued and see growth within the business. Um, and also ways in which that they feel like they can contribute to our growth and that their ideas are being heard. So that was a long answer, but mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, because we are so new, there's a lot of moving, moving pieces that you have to think about. Sure. So um, how, how do you describe a good salesperson? What, is the, what are the traits of a good salesperson? They have to be relatable to the client and they have to really listen to the client. So you could pitch, did you store 24 all day to somebody, but if they're telling you they, you know, they love eating apples and did you store as a banana, then you can't keep, you know, pitching this, you know, fruit to them that they don't like or they don't want. And that's not the best example. But I think it just really shows the importance of understanding your product and understanding your client's needs and finding a crossroads between the two. And that can be really difficult because um you know, you want to do what's best for the for the vendor, for the affiliate. And sometimes, you know, their needs aren't something that Digistore provides or, and you have to be honest with them, right? Because you yeah. want to be transparent as to, hey, I think you're looking for something else. Let me like recommend this other tool that might help meet your needs. Or yeah. it is something that meets your needs. And you have to, and you're very excited about it. And you're like, here are all the cool things that you can do with us and that can expand and grow your business. So you also have that, have to have that technical knowledge of the platform. 
to, to really kind of not only listen to the client, but explain to them what Digistore can provide and how it can help grow their business. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think what, what I do as a salesperson, being like a salesperson for the German business, what I did a lot is that I would talk to people. I would first try to find out what's the, what their problem is and really listen to it. I, I try to find out what they really want to achieve. And then I try to see what the best solution for this person would be or for this business would be. So sometimes the best solution might be Digistore, a lot of times, obviously, but sometimes not. Sometimes I would say, you know what, um, wh why don't you go to PayPal directly or just get a Stripe account? Uh, I, I don't think you really need Digistore 24. I would say this sometimes because like I always try to, to um, yeah, I, I always try to think in favor of the, of the client, but of course, um, at the same time, uh, being the founder, I make sure that our solution is very, very helpful. So let's say 99% of the, out of the time, I could genuinely say, hey, um, Digistore is the best solution because we want to achieve this and that, and this is how we can help you, and this is what in the future you wouldn't have to do anymore, so, you could, so that you, as a result, can focus on uh, your marketing and uh, which is enough work already and also uh, your products and, and your product delivery right. and um, so so it's it's really and and if people feel that like customers then they feel like oh okay this guy doesn't want to sell me anything he just wants to help me and i always felt like that this would be the ideal dynamic for like a sales call so it was more like a consulting thing but at the same time i understand but this is just my natural way of doing it at the same time i understand there are like um sales tactics and there is like uh, all kinds of things that you could do very strategically or very tactically uh, how do you think about that like this this uh consulting approach where you're like, like not hard selling at all versus like the perfect sales pitch. How, how do you yeah. feel about those? I think it depends on who you're speaking to and where you are. Um, I, I think, so if you have a booth in a conference, you're going to have a very hard selling pitch, but if you yeah. have just a phone call with somebody that you already have a relationship with, you don't have to go so hard with that selling. You can do kind of a soft pitch. And like you mentioned, really listen to them and their needs. And one of my favorite, favorite phrases, I have two tips and things that I like to, to recommend to people is um, when speaking to potential clients, if you could wave a magic wand, if you could wave mm -hmm. a magic wand, what would you want this solution to do for you? Or what would, what would be the ideal outcome for you? Because... Digistore 24 might meet all of those needs. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you know, let's take note of it. If it's something that pops up commonly, like let's put in a feature request because obviously people would utilize this feature. Um, but I think it really kind of gets them to answer the question in a more direct way, right? Here's this magic wand. Here's what I would love to be the ideal situation. So that's one of my favorite questions to ask 
as a business development person. Um, another tip that I like to give out is a lot of people have trouble connecting at conferences. So you go mm. to a conference or even a mastermind of like 20, 30, 40 people, and maybe you don't know anyone. Maybe you're newer in the business, or even if you've been around for a while, you're in a room full of people you've never met before. My favorite tip to give people is there's almost always a break during these sessions and during the mastermind. So mm -hmm. if you go to the snack table, you're in the restroom or something, or you're going out to lunch with people, my favorite opening line is, so what do you think so far? Uh -huh. What do you think about this mastermind or this event, this conference so far? Because it's the perfect opening line. You're, you know, you're at the bar with somebody and you're like, oh, I, I, that's so-and-so and I want to talk to them, but I like, don't really know how to get in. Mm -hmm. It's a very open-ended conversation that you can start to have with somebody to kind of kind of dig a little bit deeper. And once you have that opening line and you start talking, by the way, I'm Megan D'Amico. I'm the vice president mm -hmm. of sales at DigiStore24. You know, I've heard you speak before. I've uh, seen you around, um, you know, and then you can dive into their comments about what their experience has been so far. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of, you know, anxiety over talking to people or being in a room full of people they don't know. And so I just love giving that tip to people because it's a very safe and easy way to, to kind of get yourself wiggle into conversations and meet new people. Yeah, that's a very good tip. Um, yeah, you always, you should have like, this is from, I was selling dating advice like 10 years ago or so as a vendor. I became one of the biggest, uh, I think the biggest German uh, vendor on another platform. And like, yeah, and like in, in the realm of dating advice, which is a very similar problem uh, as like your uh, in conference trying to connect to people. If you want to connect to girls, you should have something like a pickup line. And it should be what, what's called situational. So it, it should match the situation. So, um, it, so and, and it's good to have that prepared so that you don't have to like overthink and then you, so you won't do it. It's good if you have prepared it, if you say, hey, what do you think so far? And it's always prepared. And sometimes some people, I mean, everyone will be polite with you. If, if they don't want to talk, they're like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Or yeah, I'm having a lot of fun, but I need to go there. And that, that, that's not a big deal right. either. So that, that's very cool. Um, what do you think? Like there is, I, I love these discussions about like what's more important and uh, sales or marketing. Um, how do you see marketing versus sales? Like the, this whole discussion is very interesting for me. Yeah, I think that um, that's such a great question because you can't you can't have one without the other. Um, yeah. Sales, in my mind, is like the persuasive method to get you into the door. So, like, mm -hmm. here's everything that DigiStore can accomplish, and then marketing, in my mind, is the persuasive method to really get you to purchase. So. If you think about psychology, if you think about marketing, um, I love um, Robert Cialdini's um, persuasion book. Um, I love reading about business and marketing. And so he talks a lot about, you know, the sense of urgency. And this goes into how our products are created too for a platform, having a sense of urgency, um, reciprocity. So if I do something for you, yeah. you feel more likely to do something for me. 
um, different tactics like that is all part of marketing to help get that purchase. But the sales is really what helps get that person into the door. Um, so like having those conversations, learning more about the platform um, through our business development department, it could even be through a little bit of marketing through a Facebook advertisement ad, or again, you know, a sponsorship at a conference. Um, but it's, it's, I don't think one is necessarily more important than the other. It's almost like you have to balance a ship. Um, mm. So almost like um, in the direct response business, you have front end offers and back end offers, front end offers down through your funnel and then back end offers are where the actual money is. And you monetize those, those names, those buyers to spend more money with you. So just like a direct response business where you have to balance each, it's the same with sales and marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree that both are very important. Um, I know what's interesting is I, and I like to tell that story a lot. Maybe you've heard it. Um, I, I was pretty amazed uh, watching the, the this, let's say, the discussion between uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort and Grant Cadone. And they were like um, talking about sales and marketing and uh, Grant Cadone is a great marketer, in my opinion. He did not, at least in that conversation, he did not give very like, very qualified answers about um, sales, about like certain sales questions that Jordan Belfort had asked him like, how do you sell that fish or that, that pen or whatever? Um, but he still, so, so it seems like he doesn't know much about sales personally, but at the same time, he is like one of the most successful people in our, let's say, online marketing industry. He's specifically BizOps, so, so this is like, so, so we have kind of have ties to that industry, but, but let's call it our industry. And so I, I saw, I felt like, but this guy does a lot of sales and he does a lot of sales all the time. And every time I hear him speaking, I feel like he's selling. So he can, he can do sales very well. I mean, granted. So, but, but I think the, the most, um, the, the biggest reason for me, that's just my opinion, why he is so big is that he really took care of the fact that he becomes a household name that everyone knows him. And this is basically great marketing to get, to kind of get a reputation and to be known. And it's even in some cases uh, better to be talked about, even if you did something bad, than to be ignored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even, even in a bad way, I mean. So, um, I think, so I think it's really important in order to have Good sales, it, it makes sales so much easier. If they know your brand, if they've heard of you, then sales, the process of turning a prospect into a, a customer, so much easier. It's so much easier to get people through that door. Right, right. I think I might have watched or read about that interview because is that the one where um, he tries to sell the pen? So they, he gives the guy, he like asks for his autograph or a piece of paper. And the guy was like, oh, can I have your pen? He's like, sure, I'll sell it to you for a dollar. <laughs> uh, it was not this particular conversation. In this conversation, they got so heated that uh, Grant Cadone 
uh, challenged him to to a physical uh, uh, fight. Oh my god! Like let's let's do a cage match and stuff. Yeah, they do it. It's really funny. No, they don't. They don't do it uh, because Jordan Belfort didn't want uh, want to, but uh, because they're all a bit older and and stuff. But it, it got very heated, so therefore it's very entertaining. All right. Um, so, like. A lot of people who are interested in sales positions are going to watch this um, this conversation. What is, what is your number one tip for a new salesperson um, to either become a salesperson or to become better at being a salesperson? Yes, yeah, so great question. The best tip I have for becoming a salesperson, other than really listening to your client like we already talked about, is to really be in another position within the business first. And the reason behind that is if you learn the ins and outs of your company. So for example, on the sales team in the US, we have a business development team and we have a growth management team. And the business development team is responsible for bringing in new vendors and new affiliates. Mm -hmm. Growth team is responsible for growing current vendors and affiliates portfolios. So how would you be the best you can be in the biz dev department? You could actually be a growth manager first because you understand our current clients' needs and you understand our current platform features, functionality, the tech side of things. So I think I've been talking this over with some other members of the team is how do we build the best biz dev team possible? It's almost like in sports where you have, we call it like a farm team or like a, a junior level team that you could build out within the growth management team to learn all about the platform, what the current client's needs are, like I said, um, how to communicate with our clients, and then move into a business development role because you know what's coming. You already know how to speak to our, to our demographic, to our clients. You already know the ins and outs of the platform. You don't have to go to a consultant for, for answers. You already know what features are being worked on. Um, so in my mind, if you want to be a, in business development, a very coveted position, that's where you get to be the externally facing like face of Digistore24, you would almost be more valuable to the business if you started out as a growth manager first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before that, you could even, yeah, that's, that, that makes so much sense. Uh, there, there is, for example, this is, um, I think it's, it's um, FedEx. If you want to become an executive at, Fed, at FedEx or even the CEO, you have to first for six months deliver packages, packages. so that you know so that you know what you're talking about. That's that's uh, and, and that kind of makes sense to me because I was the the first customer supporter. I was the first uh, end customer supporter, uh, the first vendor and affiliate supporter, and a salesperson. So I'm I really know what I'm talking about uh, most of the time at least. So yeah, that's, that's a great tip, thank you. And thank you for taking the time. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation and see you next time soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sven. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and never miss an episode of Svencast again.